It's your boy, Jose, from Big Meat Sports. How are you guys doing on this lovely week? If you guys are checking us out on YouTube, thank you. We appreciate you. Hey, but check us out on our uh, other podcast uh, stations. So we do uh, upload uh, a lot of videos on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So check us out on those uh, platforms. Also check us out on Instagram. But first and foremost, we are going to start this podcast out with uh, some news uh, this weekend. If you guys are clueless and haven't uh, paid attention, uh, this is what's happened uh, in the news this past weekend. All due respect, my friend Desmond Howard. Tom Brady says he's coming back. This is what he tweeted. The past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field, not in the stands. That time will come. It is not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business for Tom Brady. Uh, he's So Tom Brady's back and uh, he's coming out of uh, a short retirement. Um, man, uh, <laughs> look, it was just only 30 plus days uh, that he retired for. Uh, I'm guessing gas prices have uh, are streaming high when Tom Brady comes out of retirement. So <laughs> it's just, it's just, I mean, I wonder if he, he did this on purpose on when they, when they broke the news of his retirement and, it, you know, he's just playing, you know, cat and mouse with the media and just wanted to, you know, put that out there. He's retiring and he always knew that he was going to come back. Um, but yeah. And, and Hey, maybe he got, uh, you know, maybe those 30 days and with the kids, you know, all to himself and, and Giselle uh, basically doing her thing. I think he, maybe he's like, you know, F them kids. I'm going to go back to uh, go back to full-time working. So I don't know. It's, 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 uh, it kind of uh, suspicious uh, on, you know, Tom Brady coming back, but look, he said he was going to play until he was 45 and he, uh, you know, it looks like a man of his word and coming back for a 23rd season. Uh, but what does this mean for the NFL? I mean, uh, you know, I think this is, this is good. This is good publicity for the NFL. Uh, Tom Brady coming back, you know, it's going to be good for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers look like they're going to go in a little decline and um, you know, he's back with the team. Um, and you can see how this is affecting uh, a lot of the free agent signings. I think a lot of the Buccaneers that probably were thinking about leaving probably are thinking about staying now uh, with, with Tom Brady being back, you know, a chance to get back to another Super Bowl uh, with Tom Brady. Um, but you, then you see, look, Denver Broncos uh, signing Russell Wilson. I mean, that's to me, that's a really big signing. Uh, now the Denver Broncos have their quarterback, um, and I just want to know what happened in Seattle. Um, there's a lot of echoes going around that, you know, him and Pete Carroll or him and the offensive coordinator didn't get along. I felt like in Seattle, the, the offense was basically run the ball and control the clock because they always had a dominant defense except for the, you know, the past few seasons or past couple seasons, but they always had a really good defense that they can rely on. Um, but I don't feel that, you know, that happened last season and you can see the struggles with Russell Wilson. Um, I feel like it was just a run base offense first. And then when it got, you know, down to the end of the game, they wanted Russell Wilson to work his magic. And I don't think that Russell was in that same game plan. 
Um, you know, the offensive line was was struggling. They never addressed it the years that he was there. They just thought he was Houdini and always can escape the pocket. Um, but going to Denver, I think this is going to be a, a very, very good fit for Russell Wilson. Uh, they're going to have a decent offensive line. Uh, they have playmakers at the wide receiver level. They have a good running game. They have a great defense. So uh, Denver Broncos is a team to to watch out. But, um, you know, look, to me, the, it all trickled down with Russell Wilson signing Tom Brady. This, this free agency period is crazy right now. Um, you have Dallas Cowboys. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, as a Cowboys fan, I, t- I mean, I just, it's just frustrating because you get rid of Mari Cooper. Okay. Mari Cooper is the best route runner in the NFL or we're top, top in the NFL, but he's one of our best route runners. Um, yes. There are worse times that he, you know, cold weather games, he really didn't show up. Um, but Hey, it happens. Um, you knew what you're signing up for. Um, but you get rid of Mari Cooper and then you lose Cedric Wilson. I mean, it's, it's just like, you know, now we're just, you give Michael Gallup his money, um, which, okay, I get the Michael Gallup signing. You know, Michael Gallup talent is extremely rare. Um, guy can go get, get the ball. Um, and, you know, he didn't really have major injuries until the ACL injury. But if you ever realize, you know, somebody that tore in his ACL, um, which had ruptured my ACL and had torn meniscus on both sides. But have you seen other players, other professional players? It takes them about year two from post ACL reconstructive surgery for them to be back to them old selves. So this year coming up, it's not, we're not, you're not going to see the old Michael Gallup. You know, you're going to see a Tim and Michael Gallup of, you know, how he cuts and stuff like that. And then he's going to, build confidence into that, you know, cutting on that, that surgically repaired knee. And again, year two is where you're going to see the old Michael Gallup going and jumping, you know, jumping for balls, 50, 50 balls, uh, those slant routes. He, he just hands on. Um, so that's, that's just my big take on this whole, you know, Michael Gallup thing. Um, I, I, I like the guy, um, but I think we should have tried to, keep Cedric Wilson as best we can. Now Cedric Wilson goes to Miami, which I think it's a great pickup for Miami, Miami dolphins. Um, they need some playmakers and you get Cedric Wilson, which is one of, he, he's a burner. He's a burner, but he, he's a, you know, decent route runner. And the thing that is, you know, telling about Cedric Wilson is that he's a, he was a former quarterback. He, you know, he knows how to get to open spots. So I think he's going to help two out a lot in, you know, the passing game and, and just feeling out, you know, being like one of those option routes where he can, where he can go and, and be like that little safety blanket for Tua. Um, but, you know, I, I just don't, I, I just don't get with what the Dallas Cowboys are doing on this free agent signing, because look, they, they, they get D law back, which he takes a team friendly uh, deal where it's a less cap hit on the first year. Um, and I, you know, it, people were talking about D law, not uh, doing it for the team. And I think he did with this signing, but then, then you get the reports. All right. We signed Gregory early in the morning. And I was like, yes, you know, Randy Gregory's back. That's a staple of our defense. 
And then he changes course and goes to Denver Broncos. And I'm just trying to figure out what happened there because the reports are, I think the Cowboys were trying to cover their end on, you know, some of the language uh, of, you know, I guess, you know, his, his past history and stuff like that. I think they're just trying to protect themselves in that aspect. Um, and Gregory didn't like it. And he went with the exact same deal to uh, Denver. So I hear Jerry Jones is livid right now. Um, and hey, look, to each his own Gregory, you know, we Dallas Cowboys gave Gregory a chance. He had multiple issues off the field issues and we gave him a chance and he exceeded expectations. He did really good job. This guy's a beast. Um, and then he just turned his back to the Dallas Cowboys organization and the Jones family. Hey, you know, it's a business, you know, you, you, you're going to go where you feel fit in. And I guess he feels more fit with, you know, Denver Broncos and going over there and Hey, look, you can smoke weed over there in Denver. It's legalized in Denver. So we'll see how, uh, how he, uh, how he acclimates into the Denver lifestyle. But I mean, it's, it, it, I'm just trying to like the Dallas Cowboys. I feel like they're losing a lot of people, a lot of key people and not signing, you know, the, the important people, um, you know, okay. So we got Cedric Wilson gone. Connor Williams is gone. Um, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of iffy on that because now what happens to Lyle Collins? You're trying to trade him. So now we're going to be without Connor Williams and Lyle Collins. And we're giving, you know, we're banking on Tyron Smith that has been injury prone for the past, you know, I don't know how many seasons now, but he's, you know, he's getting longer too. So he's old. So what's going to happen? I mean, Cowboys, you need to address the offensive line because that was a main issue last year. This Dallas Cowboys was always known for the offensive lines. And, and I just feel like right now, this is it's the our offensive line is really bad. We're, we're relying on Terrence Steele's development, which he, he did great for us uh, last year, stepping in when uh, Lyle Collins was, you know, uh, you know, suspended. Uh, for I think what was it five or six games whatever the case may be and he stepped up really well and he you know it was his second year so he did sometimes he did better than Collins but now they're putting on their money in steel trying to get rid of Collins you know Connor Williams we haven't really addressed the center position and now we have an old uh, left tackle in in uh, Tyron Smith so I, I I mean we just had Dallas Cowboys have so much needs like now we have to look for another edge rusher, another linebacker, you know, reports, you know, Bobby Wagner, um, are we going to sign him? You know, he has us in, in his list of teams that he's potentially, but how much money do, do we give him? You know, Cowboys before this whole fiasco um, with them restructuring Dax and, and other people's contracts there, they freed up $19 uh, million, but, now with all the key losses, you know, how much money do they have to spend? You know, there's a lot of good, there's some good pass rushers out there. I mean, Clowney uh, is more of a run stopper, um, which I wouldn't mind uh, getting Clowney. Um, there's other, there's, you know, Tyron Matthew, a safety, even though we just re-signed uh, Malik Hooker, um, but Tyron uh, Matthews out there. Uh, I don't know what's going on with uh, Jaron Curse, but, um, he said, thank God, he sent a tweet, 
saying thank God uh, earlier. So, but it hasn't really been an official announcement that he's resigned with Dallas. So it's kind of it's kind of crazy uh, this past uh, free agency period and this ongoing free agency period um, that's going on for the Dallas Cowboys. It, it's good for Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins look like they're willing to spend money. Uh, they're getting you know Chase Edmonds as a running back. Uh, they get Cedric Wilson, they get Connor Williams. Uh, Miami Dolphins look like they're trying to make a moves uh, to, you know, become a, again a winning franchise. You know, they they were a winning franchise, but they they took a step back uh, last year, and I think that they're trying to re you know reload. I won't say rebuild. I want to say reload and to get back into the winning ways uh, because stick taking a big step back from last year. I think that you know they they noticed something. Um, I always said that they needed a running back. Chase Edmonds, hey, he's a good, he's easy. He's, I would say he's a decent running back, guy that can catch a ball out of the backfield, a little shifty, um, and that that might be good for Tua. Um, little check downs here and there, you know, don't have to force a ball. Uh, you know, check it down, Chase Edmonds, see what he can get, five to you know six yards a catch or whatever, or he might break one. So, but I'm liking what the Dolphins are doing. Um, but yeah, you know, I, with the Wilson signing to Denver, uh, again, that was just uh, a big surprise uh, with the Denver Broncos. Uh, but we're trying to see, like, you know, uh, it's it's everybody, you know, when you have a big free agent signing, like uh, Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson, I feel like everybody's trying to go to Denver right now. And they, they had a few more signings, uh, I think the uh, defensive uh Defensive end from San, uh, the 49ers, they got, um, and they're getting multiple people. So, you know, shout out to the the Denver Broncos on, you know, taking it, you know, to the next level. And, you know, a, a, a really stat that I saw on the Kyle Hurd, uh, Colin Hurd uh, show was at teams that go big in free agency and spend a lot of money improve their winnings by at least five games. So, you know, with those teams, you know, the Miami Dolphins are spending money right now. Uh, you know, Jacksonville Jaguars, even though Jacksonville, I feel that are giving money to players, you know, that don't really need it or not don't really, but hasn't really proved themselves or like not that really good players like Christian Kirk. I mean, this guy got a big contract and He's never had a thousand yards uh, since he's been in the league. So that's, that's a crazy. And then they gave, they gave some money to Evan Ingram from the tight end from the giants. And this is another guy that hasn't, you know, he has talent, but he has a case of the drop season really hasn't performed really that well uh, this uh, you know, the years that he's been in the league. So he's been uh, somewhat of a bust, if you want to say, um, in, in New York. So, but Hey, you never know. Maybe that will change when he uh, goes into Jacksonville, but Jacksonville has been big spenders, a lot of big spenders right now. But again, it's just with the Cowboys situation, it's, it's very frustrating. I hate the off season because they always try to, you know, have their names in, in the news as much as possible, not just with free agents, but look, you know, with the Jerry Jones thing. And he has a daughter that, you know, uh, he tried to keep the mom uh, silent for all these years. I don't know if how true that is, but um, it's, 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 uh, it's very frustrating to be a Dallas Cowboys fan. And, you know, we saw so much potential 
last year and then early round exit. I just thought they were just going to reload and do what the the Rams did and just spend the money, spend the money on on key players, try to get keep your key, uh, core people. And it looks like they're just losing a lot of people as of as of late. Um, but we will transition to the basketball look. Uh, you know, as basketball season is, you know, ramping up, almost getting ready for the playoffs, the Heat, um, look, the Miami Heat, and you know that's home team, and we're going to always talk about the Miami Heat on this podcast. Miami Heat, uh, as of late, have um, built, been a little bit inconsistent uh, the past few games. And I, and you got to credit that, you know, Jimmy Butler, uh, you know, had a sinus uh, infection, um, so he was out. So we lost uh, we lost a game on that one. Um, and this look. Some people here, you know, back-to-back games, you know, uh, some people sitting out. Um, I, I, It's just been inconsistent on the winning part, but I guess we, uh, we as, as Heat fans have been spoiled on, you know, consistently, you know, a winning streak of five to six games or whatever the case may be. Um, I think we've been, uh, you know, spoiled in that aspect. And it's just like one win, win one, lose one, win one, lose one. Um, but it's getting time to that time frame period where uh, Eric Spolstra has uh, a dis- decisions to make. He's trying to tinker with the offense on trying to put out, you know, where does Victor Oladipo fit in in this offense? Because Victor Oladipo is uh, extremely talent talented. Um, you know, he's he's a great defender. So they're trying to figure out key pieces. Um, you know, Caleb Martin, how, how many more, how many minutes are you going to, you know, play him, uh, Struce, uh, Gabe Vincent, uh, I think Gabe Vincent might get like the short end of this stick because, uh, Victor Oladipo coming back, you know, I think that with Victor Oladipo coming back, he's going to replace when Lowry comes out, he's going to go in. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, but we'll see, like, again, this is all Spolstra needs to find out, figure out before the playoffs and what. Uh, matches, uh, you know, what uh, players match well with each other or mesh well with each other when on the court. Um, but I do think they need to give some people some rest. Uh, PJ Tucker has been, PJ Tucker has been logging a lot of minutes. Uh, we need to get him uh, rested and well for the playoffs and Deadman, man, those, those, uh, those, those legs, those old legs, bro. Uh, I think he needs some rest as a, our, as our backup center, uh, he's been, uh, as of late, um, being, um, how would I say, a liability on the defensive side uh, because not getting back in transition and and this, you know, uh, missing assignments. Um, Denman has been, it's been happening in Denman as I watch the games. Uh, so he probably needs a little, a couple games rest, get those knees back, uh, you know, <laughs> with some <laughs> energy uh, because, He's, uh, you know, he's, he's our backup center. He's back up to BAM. He comes in, he gives us energy and stuff like that. So I think, you know, it's, th- it's time to start resting uh, Deadman. but um, we'll see the heats are still the heat. Uh, the Miami heat still number one in the East. Uh, they got a couple was two and a half games at the current moment while Milwaukee. Um, I still want to, uh, I still want the number one seed. I don't care who we face. I know Brooklyn is going to most likely going to be in a play in game. Um, so, you know, a lot of people are fear to playing them on first round, but it is what it is. Um, I, I like our chances with Brooklyn due to the fact that we are actions on the offensive side 
is going to tire out, you know, Kyrie and, and, you know, possibly Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durant and Kyrie are on another level of shooting. So you just got to get them in foul trouble. And we do a lot of cutting, a lot of movement. Um, and I think that would help us out with that, uh, you know, Brooklyn Nets series uh, because, you know, they're decent on the, uh, defense, uh, but I can think we can expose them, at, especially with Drummond. If they have Drummond in the game, I think we expose them a lot. Um, and if that LaMarcus Aldridge and Marcus Aldridge is very, very slow. So again, we just do so much movement. I think it will be a benefit for us. Uh, you know, uh, it'll be advantageous for us uh, if we see uh, the Brooklyn Nets. But again, they have sh- the best shooters uh, in the league right now. So, you, you know, that's something you have to keep a testament. If we can avoid them, hey, <laughs> I would have, I would like to avoid them. But if we, uh, if we don't, hey, it's it's one of those things you have to take the bull by the horns and 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 face your uh, face your opponent. And uh, we ain't, Miami Heat's not scared of anybody. Um, but let's talk about the Lakers. Um, look, these Lakers they they might be lucky just to just play in the play again playing game because the West is that bad. Um, but it looks like they're going to be like playing game and one and done in the play game because the Lakers are looking bad right now. The Since the All-Star break, they only won two games, and both of those games were with LeBron James scoring over 50 points, over 50 points, and they won those. When he scores 30, uh, 30 points, they have lost those games. So it's just it's crazy to, to see this Laker team. This Laker team is very uh, old. They, they don't play really good defense. Um, at one point, the Toronto Raptors were up, you know, 21 points on them in the first quarter. It was it was, it was crazy uh, to, to see that in the first quarter. They gave up, what, 48 points to the Suns in the first quarter. So they're really bad at defense. Um, but I think it all stems from Russell Westbrook. Um, this guy is he he's a cancer to this team. And uh, and. With him his horrible shooting and turning the ball over this guy is hurting this Lakers team. Now people say, Oh, look, just wait until Anthony Davis comes back. But yes. Okay. You get Anthony Davis back, but you still have Russell Wilson turning the ball over. Like it's just, you, you don't have, you know, that person to, you don't have that point guard right now to give you confidence. And look, he's hurting them with turnovers. He's hurting them with the shooting and he's hurting them with the leadership. You don't see him really being a leader on, you know, uh, on the sideline. Uh, you see, when you, again, you, when you see Carmelo is on the sideline, he's out there cheering and rooting his team on and stuff like that. When you see Russell Wellsbrick, he's just, he's fighting with fans on a, on the sideline. It's just crazy. It, it's, it's all in his head right now. I think, you know, Lakers look, do you want Anthony Davis back? right now because you know again he's injury prone are you as a laker fan wanting anthony davis to look rest the you know rest up for the rest of the year and let's take this team into next year and and don't plant anthony davis are you a lakers fan that wants that or are you a lakers fan that wants to no we need anthony davis we're going to try to make a run and stuff like that but then there's a potential anthony davis might get hurt again and it might be longer injury and going into next season. So to me, as a, as an NBA fan, I would want to see, how I say, I, I want to see Anthony Davis play, but 
and the benefit that you know that the Lakers are not going to go anywhere, rest the man and let him play next year and, and go. Because this season is a wash for the Lakers. I don't, I don't see Lakers doing anything. Lakers need a lot of, make a lot of moves and get a lot, I've read a lot of players to be a good team next year. Um, this is, they're just relying on LeBron to play out of this world to be a, a winning organization right now. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's crazy uh, of what's happening uh, this NBA season um, with the Lakers. Um, I'm trying to find my little thing that I had here. Uh, okay, there you go. Uh, so we had a new segment uh, last week of the worst stat of the week. So, you know, um, and this week, our worst worst stat of the week and worst player. We can put a worst player, trash player of the week. We can put a trash player of the week. We're going to rename this segment as trash player of the week. Uh, but our trash player of the week is t- Tony Snell. All right, Tony Snell. So uh, in two games uh, during a week of in March, uh, Tony Snell uh, played a total of 53 minutes. Okay. <laughs> 53 minutes scored a total of three points. Uh, he was, what is that? Uh, one for 10 in shooting. Um, but that's horrible. The, the Tony Snell. The, so this was games versus uh, Memphis Grizzly and Orlando Magic. And he couldn't score a point versus Orlando Magic. You 50 something minutes and you can't score a point like you score three points and that's it. And that's just one three pointer. And then that's it. Boy, you you're out there doing cardio. That's all I got to say. You out there doing cardio because I don't know what you're doing. You're 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 not getting blocks. You're not getting steals. You're just out there just basically getting your cardio in for the week. So that's uh, Tony Snell. Tony Snell is our, our, our trash player of the week. So uh, let's just shout out to Tony Snell <laughs> for big meat sports trash player of the week. But uh, uh, that's it for this week. We're, we're Look, this free agency period is going wild. So we might have another episode uh, coming up, but you know, thank you guys for tuning in for big meat sports. Don't forget again, check us out. If you have, if you check us out, YouTube, hit that subscribe button, but also check us out on Apple podcasts and Spotify. Um, we put more videos. We have a lot of uh, more content on those uh, platforms. Um, and yeah, just let it, let me know what you uh, think about the, the podcast and, uh, and thank you for my fans that are continue to subscribe and continue to listen. Uh, thank you again. And we'll check you out on the next episode.